The stretch drive lies ahead for the Edmonton Oilers, and they're in a pretty good position to grab a playoff spot. In fact, they're in a pretty good position to finish first in the tight Pacific Division. After a fairly successful four-game road trip where they won two, lost one in overtime, and won in regulation, the Oilers have 65 points. They're tied with L.A. and Seattle, just three points back of division-leading Las Vegas. The Oilers have 28 games left, 14 at home and 14 on the road. The first couple of weeks of March will be really tough for the Oilers, and that could be the time that decides where that team finishes. They play Boston, Toronto, and Winnipeg twice each during that time, and in the middle of those games is the NHL trade deadline, March the 3rd. The Oilers may make a deal before then, though. Kyler Yamamoto likely comes off the injured list this week, and the Oilers will have to make room for him financially. They lost Clem Costin to injury on the just-completed trip. The seriousness of the injury and how long the big forward will be out could be a factor in what Ken Holland can do. Coach Woodcroft used all forwards but Yamamoto and Devon Shore on this trip. For the most part, everyone played pretty good, except against Montreal. The offensive stars especially struggled in that game, with McDavid getting zero points and was minus three. He just couldn't beat goaltender Jake Allen. Connor had seven shots on goal. So did Zach Heinemann, who also had zero goals and was minus three. Leon Dreisaitl was also a minus three, but he did get one goal in four shots. But really, he had a bad trip except for the win in Ottawa. It's hard to say any particular line struggled for the Oilers, or played really well for that matter, because the coach threw out so many line combinations, it was hard to keep track of them all. In the first two minutes of the Ottawa game, I counted seven different line combinations in two minutes. He had nine different combinations in the first period against Montreal. McDavid was coming out with a different set of wingers practically every other shift. With the 11 forward, seven defensemen the team liked to go with, I think they need to add a top six forward so they don't wear McDavid down. He can play in a regular line. It should be a winger who is big, strong, can skate, and has some offensive ability. A Josh Anderson type would be nice. There is a lot of speculation that the Oilers are interested in Patrick Kane of the Chicago Blackhawks. I don't think he is what the Oilers need, though. He's a great offensive talent, but offense really isn't the Oilers' weakness. He has hip issues, I'm told. He is small, he's older, and he carries a big salary, and he would just be a rental. Another older, smaller player with a big salary with lots of term left that the Oilers are said to be interested in is the Sharks Carlson, a defenseman. The team has lots of offensive de defensive men in the uh, Edmonton system and on the farm. So do they need another one? I don't think so. I think what they need is a tough, rugged DeHarnay type or a cheap, dependable veteran, maybe like Jason Demers, who's in Bakersfield. The rumors, remember, are sometimes fueled by the team themselves 
just in hopes that the teams they're negotiating with will lower the price here asking for the player that the Oilers might be interested in. They want the other team to think they have lots of irons in the fire. Holland said any trade he makes has to be money out for money in because he's tight on the cap. And that's going to scare off a lot of teams, I would think. Some players will have control of where they go and lots of them don't want to come to Canada, I'm afraid. The Oilers host Detroit and Montreal this week and that's the view from my couch.